My name is Chris. And I'm Holly. Together, we're, we're the, the Friars. A long time ago when we first met, I fell madly in love with this woman. Oh. But she put me in the friend zone for over 20 years. Ugh, sweet Petunia. Eventually, I convinced her to be mine, and now we do our best to put up with each other. Hey! We're best friends who are married and love to talk. And we talk a lot. About absolutely everything. So sit back, have fun. And welcome to Following, following the, the Friars. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I uh, choked you up so much you're hacking up lung <laughs> oh yes wow wow I, I was I was <laughs> I was totally not expecting that at all neither was I really I just didn't pick up the, the mallet in enough time to do what it needed to do. So that's it, what we got. It was, wow. <laughs> I've never seen anyone stab at bells that way. <laughs> Straight up and down motion. You you know what? You might as well have been putting, pulling the curtain, the shower curtain back in the shower scene of Psycho. I, I, I. Yeah. Okay. So Janet Lee underneath. Yeah. Anyway. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Following the Friars. We are extremely slap happy at the moment. We just got in. <laughs> we just flew in from Boston. Man, my arms are tired. Oh, but, um, oh, oh, womp, womp. Anyway, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. When he says we just got in, we've been in maybe 30 minutes. I have had time to unpack the suitcase. And here we are. Put on your jammies. Yes, of course, put on my jammies. Because the minute we finish recording, I'm going to bed. I know. <laughs> I'll have to sit up and, and do you... some uploading. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. But we had an amazing weekend. Yes, we did. And we're sorry we missed last week. Um, life. Life. It just happens sometimes. And we don't we don't pre-record these like a bunch at a time. No. We just... We, do no. them weekly, and if life gets in the way, you—it's just it is what it is. Yes, so. you have our sincere apologies, but oh well. I mean, four people are listening to us, so it's fine. Well, you know what? We <laughs> met three of them. Ah, we did. We met three of them. We met three of them. <laughs> shout out! All right, so yes, shout out to. Well, tell the story. Okay, like give some context to why we're shouting out to these people. Okay, so uh, on. Friday night, Holly and I flew to, well, we flew to Boston and drove on, on, on Friday afternoon and then yeah. drove, rented a car and drove from Boston to um, Laconia, New Hampshire, which is about, it's about a two hour drive, but with traffic on the on Friday afternoon, it was yeah. like two and a half on the Labor Day weekend. It was, like yeah, it was really nuts. It was crazy. Yeah. <coughs> and we, I participated in a um, a beautiful fundraiser event slash concert for my dear friend John Driscoll Hopkins and his uh, charity Hop on a Cure, and um, John um, has been. This is no big secret. Um, John has been diagnosed with ALS, and so we do fundraisers from time to time. And uh, 
because his organization is raising money for more research. It's not yes. that there isn't a cure. It's just underfunded. It is horrifically it's horrifically underfunded. underfunded yeah. So it, they need you know money for research to yes. and find so, a cure. And his charity, Hop on a Cure, um, raises money for for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were at the event, and after we get through playing, um, we are walking through the crowd saying hellos to people um, before we headed out the door to go to our hotel room because we were had been traveling all day. And been, we were exhausted. Yeah. And we met the most precious girl, um, Savannah. And we met Savannah's parents, uh, Dave and Jill, I believe. Yes. Um. So, um, anyway, we were informed that Savannah is a fan of the show. Hi, Savannah. Um, and and then, so, then the next night. They were at the Zach Brown Band show. They the were. first of two. They were, they were there both nights. Yeah. But the and first night. Savannah was selling bracelets. She was selling, I think, I'm trying to remember back to when I was young, because we made these when I was a kid, too. I think they call them friendship bracelets, but it's the, the you know, the string bracelets that you braid and you wear around your wrist. And she uh-huh. was selling them in the crowd. Uh-huh. Uh, we were all in the pit. She was selling them to raise money for Hop on a Cure. Yes. So I bought several from her. Uh, she sold them all standing there. That's She sold every one of them. That's amazing. So, so yes. So yeah, they um, and they had a really great time. Um, they were standing right next to you all night. Yes, and um, you had you had called me. No, I texted, or texted you. me. I texted yeah. you right before the show. And let's back up for these shows. I stand with the crowd in the pit because I want to be right on the front row. Watching the show. You're such a groupie. I'm totally a groupie. Anyway, uh, so for that particular venue, where I want to be is in the crowd. So I had been standing with them visiting for like two hours before the show started. Because if you don't camp out in your spot early, you don't get your spot. Man. I was camped out in my spot. People get upset about their spot. People will fight. I mean, I'm not kidding. Like, literally, they will fight. That's terrible. It is terrible, but I, I watched people get thrown out Sunday night because they were fighting over a spot in the wow. pit. So, yeah, but they had been terribly overserved. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm sorry. Continue with your, um, with your story. <coughs> Pardon me. My uh, my phone goes bzzz, and, and then uh, I had a, a text message from you, and you had, you had asked, hey, at the end of the night... <laughs> Will you bring your sticks to me? And Savannah from last night is down front, and she's sold all these bracelets to raise money for Hop on a Cure, and I'd like for you to give your drumsticks to her. I said, yes, sure. So I already knew I was going to do that. And about halfway through the show... (laughs) This other little girl pops up. Oh yeah, this other little girl pops up, and I'm, I'm I'm getting confused. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Which one, Savannah? Which yeah, which? Well, actually, you didn't say it was Savannah specifically. You just said there's this adorable girl selling Hop on a Cure uh, string bracelets. Yeah, and and so then there's like 
two beautiful little girls there down in the front row on the rail. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Which one is it? Which one is it? And, 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 and also in, in the middle of the show, I turn around to my drum tech and I ask him, Hey man, do we have any signed drum heads? And he goes, Oh yeah, we keep, I keep a stash of them hidden. And, uh, and so when I, whenever I change my drum heads, you sign them and give them, I sign them and, and give them away. And, I asked him, do we have any signed drum heads? And he goes, oh, yeah. Do you want one for the end of the show? And I said, yes, one of the bigger ones. And uh, and then a few minutes later, it just kind of appeared like magic. And um, then at the end of the show, near the end of the show, I'm like trying to get your attention going, hey, is that what? And, of course, I cannot. I had my contacts in, and while they are great for – for some reading and a little bit of seeing the, the distance you were from me and the poor lighting oh I, I all i could see was your mouth moving and you flailing your hands about yeah. i had no clue what you were saying yeah. and then it hit me oh wait he's asking who yes. it is so i was just like okay i'll wait till the end of the show i can i can point at her and once, i will point at her like once I, I started coming off the the set piece and yeah. and saw you and you're like you would like point your fingers like right here, right here, right here. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you knew where you were going. Yes. Yeah. So all that to say, uh, <coughs> pardon me. Um, all that to say, um, Savannah, thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you for being a fan. And thank you very much for raising money for Hop on a Cure. It's a very, very noble thing of you to do. And Hop appreciates it, and we all appreciate it. Um, and I hope you're enjoying the drumsticks and the drum head. Yes, I asked her what she was going to do with them, and she said she was going to frame them. Oh, how sweet. I, but we have to work on getting her hat completed. She's missing three signatures on her hat. On her hat? Yes. Well, okay. We'll, so we need, we'll see we what need, we can we do. We need to try to figure that one out, see when she's going to be at another show. Yeah. So, so Jill, if you're listening, send me a DM through Instagram. Let me know when you are going to be at another show. We'll see if we can't get those last few signatures. Yeah, we'll make that happen. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. So. so yeah. So. And then I had my embarrassing moment during the show Saturday night. Did you really? I told you about it. Wait, I've slept since then. When I was blowing kisses at you. But, oh yeah! But Jimmy was standing between the two of us. I know that he knew I wasn't blowing them at him, but it was still funny because we made eye contact right after that, and I was like, "Oh, oh my!" <laughs> he knew he knew it was not for him, but still, it was kind of awkward <laughs> for a moment because it was like, "Okay, um, I'm glad that he knows me." <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny. You know, it's it's really cool. You know that when you're you're always down in the front row when you come to a show, unless. Unless it's a stupendously huge venue. Like Fenway, and I like, sat on the side of the stage yeah. for that show, because it was just, the crowd was just enormous. Yeah, so. but you were also close enough to the front of house speakers that you could hear relatively everything relatively decent. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I have had several people to ask me why I wasn't, had several people to ask me why I wasn't watching from the stage, and I... Oh, it sounds I, better from out front. I, that, that's what I told them. It sound, sounds better from out front. Always. So, um, and I wanted to see it from the front. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I have a different. I have a, a different perspective 
only because I, I, I'm, I'm doing it from the stage all the time. Mm-hmm. So I know how to listen to things from the stage. But also, if I'm going to watch somebody from the side of the stage, I'm like, I'm watching, I'm watching what the drummer's doing. And no matter who it is, I'm watching what the drummer's doing and how they're doing it mm-hmm. because it, it fascinates me. Um, it's, it's so much fun to do that, you know. And I, I honestly, I steal a lot of material that way. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so Im- imitation is the highest form of flattery. Yes, of course. Oh, and uh, then, so we did our show in Laconia. We did two shows in Guilford mm-hmm. with the Zach Brown Band. Yes. And then, instead of leaving the next morning. We stayed a day. We stayed an extra day. And we ended up having uh, having lunch with friends. Um, we also ended up taking a very... Um, <coughs> A, a fairly romantic sunset cruise out well, on where? Lake Winnipesaukee. That's right. My most favorite place on the planet. It was very beautiful. Oh, my goodness. It was so pretty, and the weather was perfect. It got a, a little bit chilly there toward the end. But, um, I mean, the cruise was as romantic as it could be with five strangers. But Because um, <laughs> there were two other couples that booked. Yeah. We were on a pontoon boat. And then the guy driving the boat, although he was very informative. I enjoyed his, his little uh, tidbits about the lake and oh, all yeah. the islands on the lake. And just, just mm-hmm. cause this is an enormous lake. Huge. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that there was availability since I kind of waited till the ninth hour to book it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I love it up there. Yeah, it's very, well, and that part of. We've we've only been to that part of Winnipesaukee. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. I mean the lake I, is huge. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there are other lovely towns. It's just that's yeah. that's what I know, and that's and and for those of you not familiar with that part of the world, uh, think of a Hallmark movie. The little town where we stay is, I mean, literally, it's like a little Hallmark it's, town. It, it is almost as if the town has the town was built for a Hallmark movie. Seriously, seriously, yeah. very New England, little, very beautiful just, little place called Meredith. Mm-hmm. And absolutely, I want to go back in the winter. Like I want to go back and see the frozen lake and see snow and see all of the things that you don't see in Alabama. Maybe we can rent a hut and go ice fishing. I don't want to go that far. Oh, okay then. But I would like to. I would see it frozen. It would. It, it's. Supposed to be really nice, from what I hear. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a mu- there, there are a lot of islands in that lake, and from what our tour guide was telling us, um, in order to build on those islands, if you if you own an island or own part of it, um, or if you live across the lake where there's no road or bridge access, yeah. So if you yeah if you exactly so during the winter <laughs> they will. When the, when the lake freezes over, they will drive the materials. Drive over. the materials over, dump it on the island, and start building in the spring. That's mm-hmm. so incredible to me. Well, and so much more cost effective than trying to boat it over. I mean, for real. <clears throat> yeah, I, I could, just have a thing about the whole ice road truckers. You know, it's like <laughs> I would not want to be in a vehicle and have ice. 
I mean, if the ice is, you know, if the ice is three feet thick, you you think about it, that's, that's thicker than most asphalt. Yes, but if asphalt breaks, you're not going to sink. Well, this is true. (laughs) I mean, I'm just thinking about the, the idea of uh, sinking to the bottom of the lake. Wow. Yeah, that's true. It's a very, wow. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Imagine spending a bunch of material, a bunch of money on materials for your, your beautiful new lake place. On a remote island that you can only get to by boat. And they drive it out there in one wrong turn. And Now, see, that when we saw the handful of houses that only have water access, all I could envision was a horror movie of some description where you're there <laughs> and the boat has been released into the, in you know, from the dock and the murderer is chasing you around the, the, the area that you cannot get away from because there is no way to leave. You have seen Friday the 13th way too many times. Well, clearly, but that's the first thing I thought about was, no, thank you, I need a road. Well, Or a bridge, or, or a... Or a second boat that no one knows about. Yes, a hidden boat. Hidden in a bat cave. Yeah, exactly. The bat boat. <laughs> the bat boat. <laughs> Whatever they call it. Anyway, yeah. But it was really pretty, and it was a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed it. And then we went and had some really good seafood after that. Yeah. Um. Very delicious. Yeah. What was the name of that place? Lago? Lago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Really I great. Had seafood risotto. It was quite tasty. Very, very delicious. And I had lobster ravioli. Lobster. Yes. Yes. Uh, and we also had, <coughs> of course, we did this yesterday. Uh, we went to the, what, wait, what was the sign? Because I forgot to take a picture of it. Keller Haas is the oldest Chocolate, hang on a minute. It's the oldest. Oh, yeah, we did go to Keller House. Yeah, um, the oldest. Chocolatier? Candy maker? In New Hampshire, I think is what this one said. Maybe so. Okay, I'm looking this up. They've been around for a long time. Yes, but but it's on the sign. Yes. Mm. Yes, just please hold. I'm, I'm doing my, I'm doing my. You're Shoot. doing your research. I'm huh? doing my research, and the sign says it now, but the website's not telling me what I want to know. Um, anyway, we had ice cream there that was delicious. It was all made in house. <coughs> it was incredible. That's some of the best ice cream I've had in a long, long, long time. Yeah, mine was sugar free, and it, and usually sugar free ice cream has like a weird aftertaste. It's kind of yeah. I don't know. I can't describe it unless you. No, you, you, you know. like but it was, from the first it was bite, really good. Yeah, you were commenting really, really about how, how amazing the flavor was on, on your ice cream. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Well, it's not telling me now. All I can see here is that the. the. But they're also chocolatiers. Yes. And they were hard at work making all kinds of candies and chocolates. And oh, yeah. All that's delicious, <coughs> too. Anyway. I will. Uh, I'll. I'll eventually find that little tidbit and I will share it with the world. Maybe the website has. Uh, That's what I'm looking at. Mail it's, order. It's just, oh I, wait no, I was I was looking for history. You're talking about food. Yeah. Yeah, they might ship. I don't know. I will have to look and see. That might be anyway. some interesting, uh, interesting chocolates to uh, give away at Christmas time. Possibly. Yes. Possibly well. so. Yes. Yeah. So and we've had. Quite the adventure 
We we had quite the adventure in LaGuardia Airport earlier today. Musical Gates? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I was, yes, it was Musical Gates. Like, every five minutes, our gate changed. I'm glad I got a good, solid nap between Boston and LaGuardia. I'm just glad we didn't get up and move every time they switched to gate number. Oh, no, you don't want to do that. We just sat there and waited till, yeah. till yeah, the text messages yeah. stopped coming in. Yeah, every, what, it seemed like every five, not five minutes, but... It, Easily every 20 to 30 minutes, we got a new, mm-hmm. oh, your flight's now leaving at this time from this gate. Right. And in LaGuardia, I mean. Yeah, you don't just walk. I mean. One terminal ori- Well, now, or, originally, we were just in the same terminal switching gate numbers. And well, then we that were the last- same, same. Originally, we were in the same part of the. Yeah, correct. We were in the same part of the terminal just switching gates that were kind of like across from each other. Yeah. And then the very last one was a 10-minute walk. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, it makes me appreciate how small the Birmingham airport is. I know, right? Like you can walk from one into the other in 10 minutes. 10 minutes. <laughs> this this one terminal at LaGuardia is... It's as, it's as big as our airport. At least as big or bigger than our entire airport in Birmingham. Yeah, which is fine. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. We can navigate it quickly. Yes. I'm also very spoiled to the fact that our airport's only like 20 minutes from where we live. I know. That whole driving two and a half hours to get, or two hours to get to an airport. No, thank you. Well, but we, well, okay, that's because we drove into Logan uh, International. Well, that's because Delta doesn't fly out of Manchester anymore. That is correct. Because Manchester's closer by an hour. hour at and least, a half. yeah, at least an hour. Yeah. Um, and you know, in years ago, several years back, I mean, not that long <clears throat> ago, in fact, that's where we would have flown on, in and out of. Well, when I fly Southwest, that's where I fly in and out. Yeah. But the rental car situation was uh, was. Um, <laughs> I'm still a little aggravated about that. I know, me too. So Chris reserved a Jeep. Yes, I love a Jeep. Like we don't own a Jeep, a big but, one. But he rented a Jeep, and I'm not. T- I'm talking like you know an off road, like a Renegade or whatever, like you know the kind you take the top off off. So I was super excited to have a Jeep. You know, going to the lake, all of the things that would be outdoorsy. And we're standing there, and the lady says, "Well, the Jeep isn't ready." And it's probably going to be 30 minutes or so. Do you want to take a car that's already ready to go? And had we not been pressed for time, yes, we would have waited for the Jeep because yes. I wanted the Jeep. I wanted the Jeep as well. So we wound up with an Audi Quattro. Is that what it was? No, I thought it was a Q5. Quattro was written on the, on the, <coughs> the dash above the... All I know is I saw the rings box. on the front and... And on the back, I don't. And every time I see the rings, I think of the Olympic rings. I don't know why. It's a totally different set of rings. I know it's a different set of rings, and there's only three on an Audi, but whatever. There's four on an Audi. There There are five in the Olympics. I know there's five on the Olympics. I thought there was only three on an Audi. Well, whatever. A bunch of rings. They're configured differently, but that's what I associate. Anyway, um, it was a nice little car, but I was just, I was. The drink holder was in the wrong split. Everything was in the wrong place. Lexus is far superior. At least. As far as we're concerned. No, it's superior. Ah, it's a Toyota. I'm sorry. It's a Toyota. It was. Uh, and, and the Japanese know how to do things to be ergonomic and make sense. Like this one. 
this particular car did not, the layout was weird. It was weird. But it mm-hmm. drove it drove really nice. Oh, it's very zippy. Very zippy. Mm-hmm. Um, had that weird function where if you sit too long with the brake on, then it just it shuts. turns off. It turns off. Oh man, yeah. it's like a gas powered golf cart. It was awful. Yeah, I don't like that because I would be constantly thinking the car was broken. Yeah, that's how I felt the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. But it yeah. got us to where we needed yeah, to go. We say, had a good time. It, it, it had a huge see. sunroof. It did have a huge sunroof. Yeah. We had a good time. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that upset me the most was as we were leaving, we had already agreed that when we were deciding on whether or not we wanted to wait for the Jeep or take something else. It was like I asked the girl, I mean, are we talking like, is it a 10-minute wait, or are we looking like more than a half an hour? And she goes, eh, probably closer to 45 minutes. I don't, I, I can't say. I don't know. I'm thinking, all right, well, let's go ahead and take what you got that's available. And we go through everything. She makes all the changes, you know, sign here, <coughs> bada-bing, bada-boom. We're loaded up. We're pulling out of, we had already. And here like, comes the, the Jeep. Jeep. Like, holy crap. We should have just waited. But. We were pressed for time. We though. were pressed we for were time. We were very pressed for time. So, because we had somewhere to be at a certain time. So, yeah. Had we not been pressed for time, I would have waited for the Jeep. Yes. But there's never any way of knowing with that stuff. There just isn't. Excuse me, they knew we were coming long before we arrived. Well, this is true. And, they should and, have had it ready. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> they should have had it ready. That's, that's what customer service is about. Yes. Not mad, just pointing out. Yeah. Observing. I will say this. Um, I I paid for the uh, tank of gas. Mm-hmm. The, like, it, it's actually. You can bring it in on fumes and oh, yeah. they'll fill it up. Yeah, and the lady like peeks in there this morning, like when we returned the uh, the car, and she's like, "Hey, this one's not full." And I went, "Ah, ah, ah!" And she looked at her paperwork. She goes, "Ooh, you paid for the pe- the tank of gas already?" I said, "Yes, I did." And she goes, "Well, then you, sir, are in good shape." Which is so funny. Speaking of of that, whenever I get a loaner car, mm-hmm. when I have mine serviced. They always tell me to bring it back with the same amount of gas it has in it when I leave with it. Well, what if it's empty? Then I would bring it back empty. But the last time I brought it back, I mean, they they gave it to me. It was full. Right. So, luckily, there's a gas station right across the street from the car dealership. Yeah, sure. Top it off. Yeah, but it really irked me to spend that $10. (laughs) <laughs> it really did. It irked me to spend that ten dollars. I'm like, I realize that, you know, they have to. I don't know. They have to spend money to put gas in it too. But I'm thinking for as much as I just paid for service, maybe you could, oh, you know, yeah. well, you that's could true. spot me the ten bucks to put gas in the loaner. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I mean, eh, I th- you you make a very strong point, dear. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you at all. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you know what that music means. It means I can go to bed and nurse this broken tooth. Oh, you did break a tooth. Yeah, oh, broke a tooth on the flight home. Good times. What Yay. a way to what a way to end a trip. Yeah. Wow. 
Hello, Root Canal. Yay, you were already scheduled for that. That's true. So it just happened to be the tooth. The same tooth. Yes. So Good times. Yes. Anyway, everyone, you have been listening to... Following the Friars. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. And reach out to us. Send us an email. Uh, following the Friars at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media. Um, you can catch us everywhere. We're easy to find. Um, and uh, until next time, be kind to one another. Bye. Bye.